Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Hey there, my beauty pros. I wanted to fill you in on a class that I recently taught with Karen Hardy. And this was a recording from a Salon Success Revolution class that we hosted online in the beginning of January. And in case you missed it, I recorded it and left it here for you. So I hope that you all enjoy this fun interview with Karen Hardy. And thank you so much for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. Thank you so much for being on, Jennifer. Welcome. Thank you so much, Karen, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. It's been such an amazing day. Like Everybody has shared so many different things um, that in different areas that has been able to really share ways to build our businesses to get us from behind the chair even doing celebrity work and oh my god it's been really awesome and amazing and i feel like our industries little shifts going on with things and that everybody can take something that they've learned today use it tomorrow and create stability that even if there's shutdowns, even whatever's going on, whatever our future brings, that we'll be able to sustain it all. So I'm excited to have you on because you have done some amazing things in your industry as well and have worn many different hats. And so please share with everybody a little bit about yourself and where you're at today. Awesome. Thanks so much, Karen. And uh, to to say that I'm going last after all of these amazing educators is um, it's a little intimidating. I won't lie because I mean so many powerhouse women that have all have different stories and journeys, and I love that with each of them. I felt like for myself because I've been on here all day with you guys um, that there was just something that you could gain from each of them. So I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for. Um, allowing me the opportunity to be sitting on the board with all of you. So um, thank you for having me. Um, My name is Jennifer Alvarez. For those that don't know who I am, I've been in this industry now since 2002. And part of my journey, well, a lot of my journey has been a lot to dealing with fear and not feeling good enough. And I think that a lot of us can relate to that because I think that's what's really stopping us from being our best selves and really living for our dreams. And so it was back in 2012 and I've dabbled in a few different salons and 
Um, in 2012, I was like, this is it. I'm going to start a salon. I'm going to do this. Well, it took me much longer than 2012 to just jump into it. Um, after taking lots of college courses on business, seeking out coaches and mentors and spending thousands and thousands of dollars, I decided um, to start much smaller than what my big ideal dream was. And I actually just kind of fell into the business as well. And so as far as going into the business, can you hear me? I can. I'm going to say if Justina can mute everybody. If anybody's not muted, if they can mute them. But it's okay. Keep going. Okay. So really, I was working at a salon for 11 years. And at that point, I was just feeling burnt out. And I was not loving doing hair anymore. I felt like I wasn't... I wasn't doing what I meant was meant to be doing in my life. And so I came to that decision where I left that salon after 11 years mm -hmm. of some really great experiences and some really bad experiences. And I was feeling like, you know what? Tossing the towel and I'm done. I just, I can't do this anymore. I, I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy. And God bless my husband. He allowed me two weeks to cry on the couch and feel sorry for myself when he was like, you don't have you don't have to have it you don't have a choice it's time you got to go you got to do something so i started a salon suite and in 2016 um i started the salon suite it's definitely not what i wanted to do because i always had this bigger picture of owning this huge salon and huge spa mm -hmm. and you know that just wasn't reality it, it wasn't like i was sitting on this um, amount of cash that i could be spending doing my living out my wildest dreams right and right. so, and it was always like in, embedded in me that doing a salon suite isn't good. Well, of course the salon owner would tell you that because they don't want you to leave um, and take all the education that they um, and mentored you uh, to grow, right? Um, so that's kind of like the begin, beginning mm -hmm. of my journey. And then from there, I ended up opening up a salon that I currently own and then uh, became an educator because I know that... I needed some guidance and help, and there was just a lot of different education out there that just wasn't hitting home with me. And I've always been a type of student that I would work so hard. I would like rewrite the books because um, it was just so challenging for me to to really uh, gain that information and like really understand it. It just took me forever. And I just thought, you know what? There's probably other people out there like me who they just learn different, right? Or we're creative people and, and visual people. And sometimes we just need to be taught in a different way um, to get it, especially when it comes to business. Oh my gosh, you nailed it. And I think, you know, like even, you know, with children in school and things like that, like everybody learns differently. And so when you can hit those different ways people learn, like you, you can help everybody then. So I get that. And um, definitely, you know, I think that for most of us, you know, we all have those, you know, fears of things and stuff like that. And like, I love how you said that because our fears can stop us from where we want to go because, you know, we get in our own head, start thinking all the things that are oh, not good enough, everybody's better, you know, this, the imposter syndrome, you know, everything like that. So, um, and you've done quite a bit of amazing things like you with bridal, like you're, that was a big thing for you too, right? That something that you had and you had like a bridal business? Was it something that 
you worked with a bunch of people and you guys did offsite. Kind of share that. Like you've had a lot of different journeys. It's awesome. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely wanted to dip my hands in a lot of different pots because, you know, it, even now, even now I'm like, I'm still not 100% satisfied. And I, and I believe that you have to keep on looking for it. And I think that through every chapter that I've turned, there's always been like a different challenge to overcome and a different desire that I had. And so back in 2013, you know, this was short after I was like, I'm going to open up a salon and spa. I had this guest sitting in my chair because um, I'm a hairstylist um, during the week. And in 2013, this random guest, never met her, she said, do you do hair and makeup? And I was like, yes, I do. And that was like always my passion, like bridal updos, makeup. I mean, that is my forte. I, I could do it in my sleep. And she asked me, um, can, can I fly you to Catalina Island? And I have a party of nine and I'll pay for everything for you. This lady had no idea who I was or my capabilities, but she took a chance on me the first second that I met her. And that was definitely, that gave me the confidence of, I can do this. I mean, the opportunity can lie ahead and it's where preparation and opportunity meet. That's where success happens. Mm. And so um, at that point I was like, there's, there's something here, you know, I got paid. I had a wonderful experience. Um, and it, it was, it was such a great learning experience from that point. I was like, I'm going to have a, a um, I'm going to do an on location bridal company. And I think that those small little steps that I made, is, is what really cultivated into my journey of becoming a salon owner. And I'm glad that I took it that way because that's what the journey was for me. And I think for mm -hmm. some other people, they might just jump right into business. I mean, Karen, you were 23 when you started your salon? Yes, 23. Good Lord. I At 23, that was like the last thing in my mind. I was definitely having a lot of uh, mental battles and, and you know, I, I didn't have... Uh, uh, two nickels to rub together to my name. So, you know, I think that everyone's journey is just different. But I think that what the important thing is, is that you have to keep on going on that journey to find mm -hmm. it and find that fulfillment, find that what your passion and your purpose is and, and, and get that to unite together. So true, you know, and, and that's the thing, like, I think you, we can look at everybody else's journey and it kind of can get us off our own. Um, and yeah, like I was young, like it was crazy. You know, I got married in May of 94 and I opened up my salon in October of 94. I was like, this is, you know, like looking back now, you know, like 26 plus years later that, you know, like it's just crazy. Think about it. Thank God they're both still doing great and successful. <laughs> so, you know, because that's a long time and a long journey, you know, not, you know, like I had no clue what I was doing. All I knew was that I had a gift in doing hair and I was really good at it and I loved it. And so why not? Like I always wanted to have myself. I had no clue about business, none. And so I had to teach myself a lot of learn lessons learned, a lot of tears, a lot of hard work, a lot of sacrifices um, until you got to the point that, you know, you learned it. Hiring a coach, all those things like we need to do, we need to invest in ourselves. I think that's the biggest thing that I could share with, you know, like invest in yourself, invest in your business so that you can take it to the level that you've always dreamed of. Oh, a hundred percent. And I will say that this year, even though uh, as a salon owner and I have all these people relying on me, um, that at the same time during the closing, 
of the salons because I'm in Chicago area and we had to close our salons um, from like the end of March into uh, the beginning of, of uh, May. And um, it, it, that was, no, I'm sorry, in June. That right. was incredibly challenging. And that was something that I don't think anybody could predict. And, I, and one of the things that helped me gain more confidence or uh, clarity too was that this wasn't a business fault on my end. This was like a, a national, uh, you know, the pandemic. So I think that, you know, there's always going to be challenges that arise. And I think that, you know, walking into being a business owner is something that we need to do with our eyes wide open, mm. but just know that you don't need to have all the answers every day. There's something to be learned. And, and, um, I think that you're going to learn a lot from, you know, as a salon owner, I learned a lot from my team. I learned a lot from beauty school students. I learned a lot from um, beauty professionals that aren't even business owners or somebody like you, Karen, who's been a business owner um, for some time now. So I think that we can't we can't just not start something because we don't know all of the answers. I think that we just need to um, have the right vision and the clarity and that desire to want that. Right. And just put ourselves out there. Like I've always been the type that, you know, like I want everything in place before, you know, like, just don't do that. Like just jump in, you'll figure it out. Nothing's ever going to be perfect, you know, to be able to have it all in place beforehand. So just take the risk on yourself, you know, and on your dreams and just go after it and just know that there's going to be things that we're going to have to still learn. I mean, 26 years later, you know, I'm still learning, you know, Things have definitely changed from 26 years ago to today. I mean, there was no social media, you know, like you used to have to use a telephone book, had to have the biggest ad in the telephone book so that the salon got noticed. I mean, things have definitely changed. Just And even now it's even changing and more so like with, you know, salons, like that was something none of us could ever predict ever. Right. And so like, you know, I feel like the people that are can pivot during those times that will grow faster too and that will be able to last like I feel like if you just take that time and you stay still um you're not going to be able to keep prolonging things and grow like you have to be able to make the shifts yeah 100 and and the saying of done is better than perfect really can help you out and you know even like listening to Gina's story I mean she pivoted every single time she saw a shift in the industry mm -hmm. and I think that what's that's it, it keeps her relevant and it worked very well for her to do that. And I think that we all need to be embracing the change that we are seeing um, in the industry. Right. And and it's true. Like she saw, like you were saying with Gina, like she saw different things. And so she went for that. Not, just didn't stay still. Kept going on. Um, so you have went from your suite. We went from suite to the salon And so we haven't had anybody on that um, did the suite play. And so I'd like for you to share that. that's big now. Like, I feel like that's something that the industry is, like, really going towards. So I would love for you to share, like, the good about it, the bad about it. But, like, what – then you became a salon owner. You chose to go that direction. And so – can you share that, like how that worked for you? And 
I mean, it's it's quite the pivot going from a hairstylist working for somebody into going into a salon suite owner into going into being a salon owner yourself. There's a lot of different um, growth that needs to happen mentally, um, and it's it's a constant change. So from going from a employee into an independent salon suite owner, uh, one I will say, I didn't like it. And what I didn't like about it was like the lack of camaraderie. You know, I thrived in a team work environment and it was so, you know, yes, I had some neighbors and it was fun chit chatting with them. Um, but I just felt like I was, I was like the lid on my business. You know, I felt like I can't scale this, you know, if I wanted to double book myself or bounce ideas off of everybody uh, of my team on how to grow, like I didn't have that. And so I knew like right away when I got into that salon suite, this is not what I want, you know, but some people it is what they want and they thrive in that. And I think that is awesome. If you find that lane and you're strong at it, then go for it. You know, it's, that's, that's your journey. I knew for myself that I, I was very complacent and I wanted just something more. And so as I was realizing in the salon suite uh, industry that it was much more than just doing pretty hair and makeup, that I need a business plan. I need to figure out how to operate this business because now I'm ordering all my products, folding the towels, booking appointments, figuring out how am I going to make more money because my rent keeps on going up and my the amount of products that I'm wanting to buy. And also, you know, I also want to have a life that I love. So I want to travel too. And I need to make sure that I have the finances and all the right buckets to make all of these dreams come true. And so I quickly realized that just doing hair behind the chair, that it, there's so much more that is involved into your business. So I really take, took a liking to marketing and mm. social media. And it also realized very quickly, I need a coach. I need people to help me. I became obsessed with educating myself on business. And I think that's really where that turning point happened, mm -hmm. where this isn't about hair anymore. And if I want to be a salon owner, I need to think like a boss. I need to think like an owner. I need to think like a leader and become that visionary that I need to become so I can lead and guide people along the way too. And so I just really uh, put my head down, uh, my blinders up and really focused on where my vision and my passion was. And I'll be real with you, I'll be honest. I mean, I looked at salon after salon that was closing. Mm. And I get so emotional thinking about it because it was so like, here are these salons that are closing down in my area. Why would I be successful? You know, like you see people failing all the time and even, um, uh, uh, Ronit was talking about the amount of salons that close. 75% are going to fail after five years and only 5% are actually financially successful. Hearing that is like, whoa, whoa, stop the brakes here. Like we need a plan to figure out how are we going to overcome this, this uh, statistic, right? And I think that that really stopped me in my tracks. So a lot of fear was there mm -hmm. of Am I going to be enough? Am, am I going to be different from the other, my area, there's 200 salons. Why me? Why us? Why are we going to be different? Why are we going to get set apart from everybody else? But then when I realized that 
Like I have something special. I, there's nobody like me. And when I realized that I have something good to offer, then that's when I said, you know what? I would rather fail being a salon owner than never trying it at all. Mm. And so, so I went for it. So good. Oh my gosh. And hey, we survived the pandemic, so I can survive anything. <laughs> I got that, right? Like I know when I was standing behind the chair and I'm like, they're talking about closing. I'm like, there's no way they can do that. Like I own this. I even own my building. Like there's, who are they? They can't come in and tell me to close, right? And then it happened and you're like, okay, maybe two weeks, two, three months later. And God knows, poor California, nine months, right? I mean, it is crazy to think about what happened. And yeah, we, we could face it again, praying hard, not, but you know, like, I think definitely the key, you know, like there's so many that didn't make it through and that breaks my heart. And that's really where all this came from was because of hearing so many salon owners that, and stylists that were like closed for two weeks. And they're like, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to make it another week. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, in the industry, like, I thought as a whole, like, we need to change so much. Like, there's just, you know, the living the paycheck, the paycheck. And it's always been that, you know, like, if you graduate with 20 people, you know, five years from now, there's only going to be three, you know. And then, you know, just that the people didn't stick. Yeah. Because you're not taught so many of the business things that you need to know in order to be successful throughout the years, right? I, I and you know god god be with those people that didn't survive um their businesses but this is you know what i do what i will say is true is that during the storm we just don't know um Mm. that there's rainbows afterwards right and so i think that this actually the silver lining here is it is a blessing to our industry because now we're seeing such more of the importance of making sure we understand our profit and loss statements, Mm -hmm. making sure that we understand our budgets. And not just that, making sure that we have multiple streams of revenue. You know, I think that uh, when, when the salons were shutting down, how did we pivot to the digital world? How did we do things virtually? And I think that just because there was, you know, just because the pandemic shut your business down, guess what? You were able to start your business in the first place. You can Mm -hmm. do it again. And so I don't want people to give up on their hopes and their dreams. Right. You know, I think that if, if God has placed it in your heart, then, then you're meant to do this. And there will be another opportunity that is opened up for you again. And it may look a little bit different, but that's okay. I just think that people just need to keep going and just focus on how do we can create a life, create a career that supports the life we want to live. Absolutely. And the great thing is that, you know, you know, like you said, God placed that in your heart. I feel like God placed that in our heart. Like he's equipped us through the storms, through every moment that we'll be able to still come out on top. And sometimes what it looks like is different than what we think. Right. And so the journey can look like this until we get to the point that we're supposed to be at. And it's always changing and evolving. And, and like you said, like learning, like I mean, who would ever, I know when I got in, like, I had no clue that there was all these different ways that you can make money. No clue, like, how do you get started with a company? And I actually was a color artist for 10 years, you know, with the company, and I loved that. Um, And it was just because I opened my mouth up to my rep and said, I want to do that one day. And he said, oh, let me introduce you to the person. And it just, like, it evolved, but you got to open up your mouth, right? 
And so, but taking and learning the different ways that it can happen and how we can make money and, and pivoting in those times. Like, I mean, I, I love how the companies in our industry during this time, like there's blessings definitely that has come through this and how they've stepped up and created so that we can have links that we can sell, not just the influencers of whatever, you know, like it's helping our industry grow in ways too that wouldn't have if we didn't have this. Yeah. And, and it is such a great thing that, uh, the retail companies were seeing that there's a shift. We got to shift with it, mm. you know, affiliate market, affiliate marketing, or, and even, um, the beach waiver. So we could be affiliate affiliate marketing for them as well and, and create different streams of revenue that way. And, you know, whether you're a suite owner or salon owner, mm. I mean, that's a way to maximize, um, your financial gains, uh, per, uh, per minute, you know? Yeah, I know. It was crazy. Like when Jen, when um, Michelle was on Pritchard and she was sharing, like, when she opened up her salon, like, she didn't have any, no retail. And I was like, <laughs> like, I couldn't even imagine that. But so smart in the same way, too. Like, yeah. you have all that money just sitting on your shelves waiting, you know, or you won't bring in another product line because you don't want too many on your shelves, right? So you can, you can have those instead of your clients going to alter wherever, you know, and buying the products. And so we can create these different revenues for ourselves. I, I love the, the shifts and the difference um, that is coming along our way. And I think that's super brilliant too for salon suite owners. When I was at a salon suite, I'd walk by all of these really cool, chic or fun, funky places and like, where's your retail? you've got all these decorations all around your, your spot, making it look super busy, but you're not selling anything. I mean, we gotta be in this to make money, right? Fill or pocket, fill or sold. I know. Right. Like, so you think about, and they, I mean, they're, the percentage that they're given is insane. It's awesome. So really, why would you, right? Honestly, like keep it on your shelves, right? It's crazy. It, It really is. Um, tell me, is there anything that you would really like kind of share with somebody maybe that was trying to make a decision whether to, um, open up a suite or maybe take in that adventure to open in a salon? Like, cause you're a business owner either way. Yeah. So how would you, um, is there something that you would like share, like, or something that made you think, okay, this is what I want. I know you were saying definitely about the community, but was there anything else that kind of like made you make that decision? Absolutely. So this is the question that I get from all of my students. How do I start? Where do I start? And I think that's, you know, that's a million dollar question. I think mm-hmm. that your basic answer is like, you just start somewhere, but Really, what I like to teach is we have to start, we have to first start of where we are at and really think about like, what do we like? What do we not like? Pros and cons. And then also like, why are we doing this? You know, um, mm-hmm. I love doing the seven layers of why, which is basically, it sounds kind of redundant, like a child asking, but it really gets us to the root um, and into our center heart of why do we want a business? Why do we want to make an impact into this industry? And I believe that only you can answer that, you know, like I have a guide that can help walk you through 
the, the five different strategies to creating a business plan. But really, it's about you filling in all of this gap because only you can tell the story. Only you can walk that journey. So I believe the very first portion of as far as like, should I do this or should I do that? Mm-hmm. I say, pick one thing and mm-hmm. just focus three to five years from now, what is that gonna look like? So just like if you're a colorist, um, you need to know where you're at and where you're gonna go in order to make a formula. Well, the same type is true with creating this plan is mm-hmm. you gotta know where you're at, you know, even financially, okay? I didn't have two nickels to rub together. I, don't, I in 2012, I was like, I'm going to have a salon and a spa, and it's going to be huge, and I need a million dollars. Okay, the bank, yeah, I don't think so. You're not going to get that. <laughs> so I think that you also have to think realistically. You have to create mm-hmm. goals, and you have to think about the, the visual of, and it doesn't have to be all set in stone, because trust me, when you start to create action, it's going to give you that clarity. It's going to give you that momentum that you need to move forward when you're taking that action. And then you might realize, you know what? I got to pivot a little bit because it's not working out the way I want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. And you may have to adjust your moves and, and uh, turn a little bit. And that is okay. Just know that this is going to be a journey of constant learning, constant growing, and you're not going to have it all figured out in the very beginning. So the very first step into this business planning is just identifying where you're at and what do you want. You want to be a celebrity artist? Okay. Do you want to be a salon owner? Okay. But guess what? Do not make the excuse of fear because fear Mm -hmm. is what? False evidence appearing real. It's Mm -hmm. all in your head, right? I think for myself at least, I'm the one who holds myself back. It's all in my mind. It's all in my head. It's, It's this constant battle of like, are you good enough? Are you sure you should be a part of this, you know? And I think that uh, we just need to say, fine, you fear, be here, but you're in the back seat because I'm driving, right? And, I love that. I love and, that. And, you know, I think as far as like, like, where do I start or how do I start? We have all the research that we have right on our phones, on the computers. We have to, you know, when I was looking around at salons, you know, of course I was like, freaking out because I'm like, why are these salons closing? Well, they didn't have a business plan, okay? they There was nothing going on in the economy that would cause them to tank like it is right now uh, right. with the pandemic, right? This was all a lack of poor planning, maybe lack of vision, a lack of understanding why they actually want to step into business ownership, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that... Um, we need to do our research. We need to do our due diligence. Okay, you want to open up a salon suite. Okay, how much does it cost? Well, I can't answer that for you. You have to get online. You have to call around and find out how much does it cost to own a salon suite. Then I would ask yourself, okay, if it costs me this much money, how many haircuts do I need to do? How many uh, employees would I need or booth renters would I need? Uh, independent contractors. What, how, what do I need to actually make ends meet? And I think mm-hmm. that at least starting there, I think is a good starting point, but you have to do that work yourself. I think by just falling on this excuse of like, where do I start? How do I start? I think that's just like this um, excuse that we give ourselves that is stopping us from like going forward. But I promise you when you like dig, dig a little bit deeper into your true desires. And if you 
constantly are focused on that vision of I'm going here. You're pointing directly at where you're wanting to go. You will get there because all of your actions, all of your mindset, all of the books you read, podcasts, the people you're going to hang around with, it is going to get you to that point where if you just focus on that vision. So true. And like you said, getting around people like that makes a big difference, but you got to take the action and you got to put the work in to find out, right? Um, one of our audience guests, she would love to hear about more about how you survive, like tips to survive in this pandemic, you know, like what, what can you share about that? That's something that she would like to hear your story, um, to be able to survive it. And Maybe if you have a game plan, because you are a planner, that one, that's one thing, right? Like you love business planning and just making sure that you have all, everything that you need yes. so that you can succeed. And that's like the business plan, all those things. So have you put in a plan that um, in case we do have another lockdown or things start to happen or people have to stay home, even if it's not totally salons, but we know that if they put that in place that like, People have to stay home. Even if they don't close our business, it's going to affect our business, right? So, like, have you thought about that already? Oh, 100%. You did. Um, so, okay. So, there is a lot of curveballs that life will throw us, and we cannot control it. But what we can control is our mindset and what our future focus is going to be. And so I believe that during this time, we got to get scrappy. If you're a mm -hmm. salon owner right now, dig through your profit and loss statement and figure out what is sucking up all of your funds and get it, get rid of it. I think that not just the beauty industry, every single industry is like trying to figure this all out of mm -hmm. how do we, you know, it's either sink or swim, right? And so I do believe that if you're not... If you're not currently making profits from a hands-on perspective, hands-on makeup, hands-on doing hair, we got to do something differently. How can you serve your guests? How can you serve your clients? How can you lead your team when you can't physically be together, right? And so we need to get scrappy and we need to think of different ways that we can serve people, right? I mean, how many of your clients have asked you, well, just like um, uh, Sarah, right? How, how do you curl the hair? How do you curl it this way? How do you curl it that way? People want to know what may seem to be um, mundane to us. Other other people who are not a part of the, the beauty industry is like, I have no idea how to put my makeup on. I don't know how to do a DIY facial. I don't know how to wash my hair correctly. They don't know. And that is what we need to step up and be there for mm -hmm. them to say, like, look, we can't I can't serve you um, in person. But guess what? I can serve you virtually. You know, um, we had, uh, yes, and some people may disagree, but whatever, these clients are coming back to us. So we stepped up in a point of how can we serve our clients? People wanted their hair touched up. Guess what? They're either um, going to select a crummy box, a hair color box, and it's going to mess up, or I can order it and send them something that they can do. You know, these guests were like, how do I even put this on my head? Like, they think that we're just like 
smashing color everywhere. Like, no, there is there is a method to the madness here, right? right? How can we serve our clients differently in that virtual way? And that's what I would say. If there's a, a shutdown again, or even right now, why don't we just step up to the plate and say, guess what? I'm going to be so fully prepared. I'm already going to have a virtual program ready for you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get a makeup lesson, if you want to get a hairstyle lesson, um, you know, I think that even though um, the government may think at one point in time that our industry was non-essential, I guarantee that we are in a very um, mental and in a physical touch way. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, God forbid this would happen again. However, I'm confident that the majority of us are going to have, we're going to be smarter. We're going to be scrappier. And, and, you know, again, another silver lining is we're able to communicate and connect with other people who are doing it right. And I think that there's no reason why you have to invent something from nothing. Just do what other people are doing that is successful. Subscription boxes, um, DIY lessons. Um, You could be selling um, affiliate marketing. Um, You know, you could pivot a little bit. If you're a business owner, why don't you offer coaching lessons, which is what I did um, during the pandemic. So I think that there's a lot of opportunity out there that's untapped. And we just have to say, you know what? I'm not going to accept the fact that my salon is shut down and I'm not making any profits. I'm going to be doing something else to be getting those profits in because we don't need to quit on our dreams, right? Right. No, we just need to pivot, right? And so, like, teaching your guests how to put their makeup on, teaching your guests how to curl your hair. Like, those are all things that we can charge for. People will pay for those. I know people think like, well, no one's going to, yeah, they will. People will spend the money because you actually have the time to do it. And like saying, be prepared, like get things, you know, kind of get together with your team or other salon owners. If you have a, you know, a group of women, like I so say like everybody needs a community around them to just kind of help share ideas and get those things in place. So God forbid it does happen then we're prepared. If it doesn't happen, then you have all these tools in place that the social media world, internet world is an oyster. Like we can go anywhere and teach these things. People want to learn. Absolutely. That's one thing. Like people want to learn how to do these things and they don't have to leave their home. Yeah. And I, and I also think that one of the things that um, I have always pride myself in doing for my business, even before I opened up a business, is the importance of collaboration and networking. You know, there is other businesses that are struggling and hurting too. How can mm. we support them, you know? And so reaching out to other businesses that are different than yours, you know, like mm. I, we do hair and makeup at the salon. So we reached out to bridal shops. We reached out to coffee shops. We reached out to jewelry stores. We reached mm-hmm. out to um, several other businesses locally, uh, restaurants, like, you know, people that you wouldn't think that, why would you guys connect? Well, guess what? We have the same target market. And exactly. so we know who we are and who we serve and we serve our community and our community loves to spend their money in the community as well. Mm-hmm. They're also going to these other places. Are those other places open? What can we do to bounce ideas off? How do we grow together as not just an industry, but a community? Oh my gosh. Yes. And that's what a community needs right now more than ever is everybody working together to keep everybody open and successful during these times. Absolutely. Is there anything um, else that you would share with anybody and how can somebody get a hold of you? Learn about, I know your free gift is the business plan, right? 
No, it's not the business plan, actually. So, you know, I think that right now, starting out a new year, we got to start fresh and we got to start fresh with where we are. And so what's super important to me right now um, is something that I actually developed for my team because I truly want them to create a career that they love and that supports the life that they need. Mm-hmm. It's so important for us to be goal-oriented. And I know beginning of the year, it's so cliche to, what is your resolutions? Well, you know what? I think that resolutions, they don't work. But you know what? I think that if we can like pinpoint and hone in on just a few uh, goals and turn it into a strategy. So get, get this. If you want to be a salon suite owner, you want to be a celebrity stylist, you want to be a uh, salon owner, you have to start somewhere. And it starts with you creating these reasons of why I want that and creating your goals. But furthermore, you got to dig deeper of, it's not just a goal. You have to have some action plans. You have to have, what mindset do I need? Who do I need to hang around with? What type of podcasts, books I'm going to read that are going to fill my soul with the information that I need to get to the destination that I want. Mm -hmm. And so my gift today is the 2021 quarterly goal setting guide, because I think that it's super important. Yes, we got to start with that end of mind. By the end of 2021, I am going to be a salon owner. At the end of 2021, I'm going to be a celebrity stylist. But you have to put actionable steps in place in order to get to the destination, the dream that you desire in your life. And I believe that you can do that with this um, the starting of this 2021 quarterly goal setting guide. I did a, a podcast about it as well um, at the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. Um, and uh, you can print out this printable, fill it out, listen to the podcast of how do you actually implement this into your life, right? Because we could be mm-hmm. learning and learning. And all day we've learned with some amazing speakers. Karen, thank you so much again. But oh I God. think the truth the truth of what we can gain from this is what we are actually taking. What we did, what did we write down on our notes that we can implement into our life to make a difference? Oh my gosh. Yes. And so many, so many different things that everyone has shared that we can tangibly use, make a difference, change in our business. And just, we all can thrive, not just survive. Like surviving needs to, you know, just be done. Like we've all survived 2020, right? Like it's a new year, new goals. I know, like time to thrive. Like we're all just done. And so I just love that, um, how everybody shared so much. And it's just been such an honor. Yes. Make sure that you guys print this out. Yes. Print them all out. So... Tell everybody where they can get a hold of you and your podcast is amazing. So I am a podcast junkie. So Game Changer is the name of it. Beauty. Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. There we go. And and, um, you can find out more information on that podcast. I also have a couple of freebies as well. Um, You'll find me mostly on Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Jennifer Jade Alvarez. Um, There in the link of my bio Uh, There's a couple of freebies, just like this 2021 quarterly guide, along with the salon checklist. Um, I offer coaching as well. Um, But, you know, my biggest thing that I want is to make sure that you are the one who can create this year to be a success for you. Despite everything that is happening around you, Mm -hmm. we still have control. And I I believe that, um, you know, God wants us all to be successful. Absolutely. He wouldn't give us the dreams and the desires to be where we are and not have them happen for us. 
Thank you so much, Jen, for being on. I really, really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. You have given everybody so much knowledge and shared just different ways, and I love that. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. If you love to keep track of your favorite shows, then subscribe to this podcast to receive the newest edition when it's released. This podcast was created with you in mind, so I'd love to get your review to learn how this podcast has helped you in your career. And because I love my listeners and want to connect more, join me in our free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash salon and suite business. My mission is to help beauty professionals like you create a career that supports the life you want to live. Thank you for being a part of the journey.